Hi, I'm Alice Living, best-selling author, personal trainer, and the host of Give Me Strength. What makes a strong person? Is it how far you can run or how much you can lift? Or is it how far you've come mentally to overcome something? Each week, I'll be chatting to extraordinary people about how they live their lives physically and mentally and discuss the importance of resilience and how it shaped them into the person they are today. Together, we will discuss the positives of living a stronger life physically and mentally, and my aim is to inspire you to do the same. Welcome to Give Me Strength. Insanity Group. As a woman, how do you rise to the top? How do you navigate the pitfalls and build the confidence to walk tall? Well, there are no shortcuts, there are no gimmicks, and there are no cheat codes here, but there will be a lot of discussion and insight from two friends who've known each other for a very long time. I'm Makita Oliver, and I'm sitting with the acclaimed Vogue fashion director, Julia Sargenoir, and she's also just my mate. (laughs) Julia and I come from quite different industries, but we've watched each other grow into our own successes. So we'll be sharing our personal stories and learning from our journeys so far, as well as discussing and dissecting the biggest subjects from our working lives, both online and IRL, all with the aim of helping you find the confidence to walk tall. So join us and get ready to walk tall. Hello and welcome to Walk Tall. I'm Makita Oliver. And I'm Julia Sargemore. This week's episode is about creating ways to shake off the dreaded imposter syndrome by practicing the art of positive delusion. So this is an internet phenomenon that takes fake it till you make it, dress for the job you want ethos to new levels. Today we'll teach you how to incorporate it into your life and make being delusional work for you to help you grow your confidence and bloom into whatever it is you wanna become. So we're going to start this episode talking about the rise of the delusional reality living or the rise of the Delulu living or the Delulu girls. Yes. We have seen the rise of these Delulu girls on um, on TikTok, on Instagram, on Twitter. We did see a few girls. One of them meant it. Oh, she was like, I live like this. This gives me what I need. And I was like, well, how could you not get on board with that kind of energy? Absolutely. I've never sort of called it delusional reality thinking, but I, it's definitely something I could understand just in a different way yeah definitely it's like a move on from manifestation and evolution yeah what do you think the difference between delusional reality and manifestation is i guess you sort of believe that it's already true it's already here which is actually the best way to manifest that's mad powerful yeah rather than being like i would like this just be like I already have this. It's here, I got it. Yeah. And that's where the Delulu comes. Exactly. Because that does feel like, but it's not, but I don't. It's like, no, you do. You got it. You got it. It's here. Yeah. It's interesting because how do you define between being confident and being delusional? And when do they meet and when do they part? And if you make them all the same thing, then I think that's probably really powerful. Like Tube Girl, that girl basically using the wind tunnels of the tubes as a proper wind machine and an her actual photo as her stage exactly the tube station as her stage and I think in the beginning people did come for her a her bit. platform lol <laughs> good that's good but she she did actually rise yeah and then so I, I suppose her confidence grew or maybe she just didn't listen to people hating on her and then in turn 
people are now saying she just looks really confident and powerful and in charge of what she wants. And But it does work because now people are talking about the confidence she has and it it's attracting things into her life because she's now doing major fashion campaigns. Yeah, exactly. So, so I believe that. That story, I believe that. Exactly. It's about believing in yourself as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, comes from that. Because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. Exactly. It's all actually quite old stuff, just with new shiny coats. Exactly. Okay, so now we're going to talk about some of our personal stories about how we've manifested things. I love a vision board. Have you ever done one? Yeah, and I did it in an old school way. I actually ripped things out of magazine studio and like put them in folders and stuff. I imagine yours is a bit more of a slick operation. Yeah, I like to do a PDF. But PDF? Yeah, a PDF. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh my. There's like a specific app that I use where you can um, drag all the pictures in, resize them, you right. know, write any notes you want to do. Resizing them. So how, what, how would your sizing go? Like uh, the, the bigger dreams, the bigger the picture. I sort of do it in sections. Oh, categories. So like categories, yeah, categorise it. Go on, you have to tell me some of the categories because I'm so interested in this now. Well, one of the things is learning how to drive, which we both are working on. So what kind of things have you dragged over? still ongoing. (laughs) (laughs) But you still believe in the board? Oh, 100%. Right. It's just pictures of really posh cars, isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That'll get you on the road. Basically, yeah, exactly. I think it's really important to see it. There's something about the visual, the visual aesthetic of something that you believe you want to bring into your life. But I, I don't know, I, I don't know how much any of this works unless you really believe. You can't just take pictures and go, that would be nice. It's like, you have you to have feel to that this is coming that. to you. Yeah. And I think that's what this delusional reality is about. I think that's what the girls who are sort of living in this delulu place. I think it's always been there. I think it's a really old adage. But that's the thing. Every time I think people go, oh, this is new. But, but if you go it. back in time, people let like, the power of positive thinking. Oh, yeah, it's older. It's like the 60s. Yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure the ancient Egyptians probably wrote, think positive on the walls of the pyramids. Yeah, in hieroglyphics. Exactly. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. Because there is something so powerful in it. And I think when you... When something happens in your life to make you believe, you never, you, you don't go back. No. And I know mine. Do you have a moment where you were like, oh, this works? Yeah, absolutely. I think with work, I've done it so much, like constantly. I definitely like manifested my job at ID. I used to visualize like my email address. Oh my God. That's a good one. So it was like julia.sergeantwell.idmagazine. It was like .co.uk back then. <laughs> yeah, of course. So I've done that before. And the Vogue job. I remember I would just like visualise going to the fifth floor in the lift, the Vogue house. So then when you've done all this visualising and then these things start to actually come in, do you feel surprised? Yes and no. Yeah. Yeah. It's that weird mixture. Yeah, it's exactly. like, oh, you're here. Oh, yeah. of course you are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I but I think the thing is as well is that like essentially you still have to put the work in. Like, yes. let's remember that you still have to put the work in. You can't just sit around going, God, I can't wait to get that job at that magazine. You have to make actions. You have to live it. Well, I, I think, and I think that's the kind of delusional reality. So it's not just sitting around thinking, it's to live like these things are here. So I think you probably would have lived like a Vogue editor. You've been probably doing that since you were <laughs> six. So it's like deep, rooted, connected to this role. And I think that that's the kind of, that's where the power lies. Yeah, absolutely. It's believing it. And also like, you have to feel it as well. I think it's important to feel it, how you would feel when 
you would hear the news, oh, I've just got this promotion or I've just got this job. Like, yeah. how are you going to feel? Yeah, I do that one quite a lot. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, it feels good. And then you're yeah. like, no, it's ridiculous. It's like, no, live there, stay there. Exactly. And another one my friend told me about, which I really liked, is imagine your friends, you know, close friends and family, like imagine them being happy for you. So it's almost easier sometimes than yourself. Yeah. So if you visualise like, you know, one of your best friends, you telling them the news that mm. this has happened mm. and how they would feel. That feels good. Yeah. Do you ever think about who it is that you are doing things for? Like the things that you want in your life, do you feel like they really are for you? Or are they ever to make a parent happy or make a partner happy or make a friend impressed? No. <laughs> it's always for you. Yeah, definitely. I think I used to kind of have this very much like compare and despair mentality to work where I'd compare my career or achievements to other people in the industry but now I'm just like I don't I just don't have that anymore I just kind of like stay focused on what I'm doing and I'm like happy for anyone else that's also successful because it's so hard to be successful in what I do I think also that's really important to be very specific. Yes. Not just like, I really want to be in TV. It's like, no, what do you want to present and what roles that's do you want That's another there? thing with manifesting. You have to be specific. Yeah. And I think that that's where the actual fun comes. Mm-hmm. Because all this... The details. Yeah, yeah, and all this should be enjoyable. Like, think about when you were a kid, dreaming and fantasizing was uh, like my favorite thing to do. It's like my pastime. And I think that you've really got to see it as an enjoyable, pleasurable process rather than some sort of difficult waiting game. Yeah, absolutely. I think with, you know, using meditation as well is really is a good one. Mm. Just like really focusing on something. Mm. Do you meditate? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. God, that's why we're we're so much better now. (laughs) Therapy? Always. Yeah. Loads of it. Loads of therapy. <laughs> Loads of therapy. That's what happens when you get to your 30s. Like, God, I need to sort all this out. But I've literally never seen you fly higher. So isn't that interesting? The minute you stopped thinking about what other people are doing, you soared higher. It's back to, you know, sort of like letting go and that kind of thing. It's, it's, it's The world has a bigger dream for you. Yeah, exactly. It's all kind of like part and parcel, I think, with that mentality as well. So... It's also, I think, once you've achieved a lot of things, you realise, oh, actually, like, being able to look back and be like, oh, wow, I've actually done this and this and this, mm. and take a moment to, like, appreciate what you've done. Yeah. It's really important as well. You did have a massive job this summer, a huge role in something yeah. that was pretty, like, kind of epoch-making in the world of culture, all around yeah. the world. Yeah. Do you think you were delusionally living in a place where you would do a job of that size? I think... You know, I, I think I was probably more manifesting what impact something would, would have. That's what I was focusing on more so than specifics, which I think is also a good way. Like, what's the bigger picture rather than just being like, I want this exact job. What impact it will have, not just on myself, but on others. Well, there you go. And that's living. That's living right. Yeah. Julia, Rastaf- in Rastafari, they'd say, do good, yeah. do good, do good for yourself and for others. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's a really good way of looking at impact and what, and why you want things to happen in your life that are big. There are definitely things that I want to do that are big because I want to do things for other people and to create spaces for other people. Exactly. Cause sometimes, especially it's like working in fashion, people can be like, oh, what are you, what are you achieving? But I think in terms of, 
creating space and voices that's a big part of like why I do what I do yeah I didn't know that you know yeah me too yeah <laughs> I'm so pleased that we, we both have that intent yeah and it's it, like that's quite that's quite the job so we, yeah. might, we might be doing this for the rest of our lives yeah, exactly. which I'm totally fine with but that's nice it's like make big things happen for yourself but ask yourself why yeah exactly I think have an intention with what you're doing and mm. Also, I think a really important thing is legacy. So whatever you're doing, leaving a legacy, whether that's like how you impact other people that you work with or through the work that you produce as well. Yeah. And that's impactful. Yeah. Having a legacy and it yeah. being a powerful one. And purpose as well oh, is a really important We've got one. so much work to do. <laughs> <laughs> purpose, legacy. Yeah. But it's bit, that's the kind of stuff you start thinking about in your 30s. How yeah. would I like to be remembered? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then actually, in turn, you start thinking about what you have done so far. Exactly. And that kind of helps me live in that Jalulu place a little bit easier. Because yeah. I'm like, look what I already did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think there are a lot of successful people that have to kind of have two sides of themselves to, to probably deal with being the huge success that they are for their other side. But I would find that more confusing. To have an alter ego, I think, would would get me further from what I think makes me good at work, which is being <laughs> very much myself and very yeah. relaxed and normal. Same. That's what, yeah, I think I definitely don't have an alter ego. No. I think I'm the How same. How could she possibly be <laughs> more intense? Can you imagine? It's like, there's this other one that gets even more glamorous. And, <laughs> like, what? But I do think it's, it's like kind of an old, tried and tested way of dealing with success. Yeah, separating it from yourself, like having this other like persona. But I think that people will respond to authenticity. So, you know, I think actually focus on that. Find out what is the professional version of yourself. That's actually huge because when I realised that I could have fun at still work. still be lost. Right. I'm always cracking jokes. Totally. All day. Play tunes. Have a, a nice time. There needs to be a vibe. Catch a vibe. There needs to be cracking jokes. But be on time. Don't keep your car waiting. Don't get on the tube. Like, be on time. Be professional. Have fun threaded throughout it. That's a good day at work yeah. for me. That's what we're doing right now, right? <laughs> professional, we're having a nice time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. This is what we mean. This is an example. <laughs> so this is a segment we like to call Walk Tall Mantra. Yeah. It's a space for affirmation and a little words of wisdom to help you walk taller. So I'm going to ask you, what outrageous and delulu chants would you say to yourself to help build your confidence? Outrageous and delulu chants would I say to build my confidence? Well, I think that it should be outrageous because otherwise me and my mum say if you dream, delulu. yeah, it's not delulu enough. You ain't in delulu yet. It's got to be high. Exactly. Me and my mum say if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. So I think it, it would, at the moment, some of the things that I'm calling in, I'm very... Don't stop there. Keep going. Add more. Go deeper. And and also adding a lot of why. Yeah. A lot of why. I think it's changing what I want, actually. How about you? What are you trying to call in right now? Many things. <laughs> <laughs> sort of scroll. <laughs> well. No, I've got my I've got my vision board together. I... So it's all collated in one place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just like focusing on that. I've got my mantra now. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what is your walkthrough mantra? mantra? Yes, please. What's your mantra, Jules? So my mantra is, I've always believed in manifestation. I do think you have to imagine things before they become real. In the same way I'd imagine a shoe. 
It's about believing that you can achieve what you want. I think having clear goals and a plan to get there is a form of realistic manifestation. Aim for the moon and you'll fall amongst the stars. Ooh! That's nice! Aim for the moon and you'll fall... Is that yours? No! Oh! <laughs> I just read it once and I liked it! I was like, God, Julie, that's incredible. It's probably Shakespeare. No, that's Definitely not Shakespeare, no. but I read it like years ago, actually, mm. in a book. And I was like, I've always liked that one. So dream yeah. big, aim high, yeah. and live in the action of that. Yeah, and like I said, like it's almost the way that I imagine a shoot, it's not real, but I'm putting together these ideas and like creating this concept. So I guess my brain is, has the capability to do it, so I kind of transfer it onto that. And then at the end of that shoot, you do have an outcome of this finished thing that all just came from an idea here. So yeah. why would it not be just a bigger version of that? Yeah, exactly. I love yeah. that. I'm going to look at all your shoots very differently now. So what's your walk tall mantra? My walk tall mantra is your thoughts create your reality. The dreams and fantasies we had as children about the grown-ups we were going to become and the lives we would lead are just as important to your life today. You have to believe and never forget how powerful our energy and our minds can be. This brilliant publisher, first black uh, female British publisher in this country in the 70s called Margaret Busby, such an amazing woman. I interviewed her once and she said, um, the most powerful thing we have is our energy. And I thought she meant energy to get up and make things happen and move every day but I have realized that from a thought I can change the energy which really of myself which is really a frequency so if like you want someone to know that you never want to chat to them again you just need to know that and then they will know that if you want someone to know that you're calling them in you just need to feel it right here I never understood the power of thoughts I thought it was just a powerful sentence I didn't realize they meant you actually have power here yeah and that's changed my life and it's such a nice thing to be able to come back to when you feel lost yeah absolutely yeah because all the only thing you can control is like what's going on in your own self you know it can just be so like yeah. Out of your control but it can be so difficult up here sometimes yeah of course yeah and you just have to go hey Hey, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And just keep it moving as well is a good one. Keep it moving. Yeah. On to the next. Yeah. Yeah. Something's not working. She's out. And that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review us on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to follow or subscribe to the show. And thank you to all of you for spending time with us. Bye. Bye. Hello, I'm Florence Given, artist, feminist, and best-selling author of the book Women Don't Owe You Pretty, and this is my podcast, Exactly. I'll be chatting to an amazing roster of guests from psychologists and doctors to cultural commentators and celebrities. Jamila Jamil, Sean Fay, Leila Saad, Dr. Romani, and Dr. Tamer, to name a few. So please join me. We're going to learn so much and it's going to be a laugh along the way. Listen and follow exactly with me, Florence Given, wherever you get your podcasts.